welcome to the 67th episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast, a podcast where we talk about games and gaming from a feminist perspective. My name is Samantha Blackman. I'm an associate professor here at Purdue University in wonderful West Lafayette, Indiana, uh, where I think about, read about, dream about, amongst other things, video games, video games, video games. I am joined tonight, as in every podcast night, uh, by three of my co-hosts, uh, Alex Lane, Nicole Marie, and Alicia Carabinas. Ladies. Hey, you just said my last name. All right, now someone's going to hunt me down and murder me in my sleep. Okay? I always say your last name. I'm easy to find. Okay, I'm popular. I'm <laughs> you in need the to phone settle book. down. Okay, I don't know if any of you guys are in the phone book, but I'm in the phone book. <laughs> Is there still phone books? Is that that's, is that, that's not yeah, a thing, is it? Yeah, there's two of them sitting outside of my No, there's definitely yeah. Yeah, there's still, 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 oh. still phone books. They get delivered oh. to our um, yeah. mass. We have mass um, mailboxes in our subdivision for like half the subdivision on one side and the other half on the other side. And there's just like boxes of them out there when yeah. they deliver them. Yeah, and no, they leave them here. They just get rained yeah. on and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah same here. Yeah, remember, nobody like, picks up phone books anymore. Nobody cares about that no. shit. Butter. yeah. What about like I have, the, I have enough clutter on my own, thank you very much. What about the blue newspapers that they keep throwing in my lawn? Like, I'm going to take all my garbage and go put it into that place's, like, front yard and be like, well, you drop your fucking garbage in my yard, so why can't I throw my garbage in? Like, literally, they litter in my yard. And then, like, they put it on your front step, and if it snows, like, I've slipped on those papers before. Like, You should what? sue them. You just can't them. just throw your crap in my yard. Shopping news no, bullshit. I know. I know. I was seriously like, I want to complain and say that every morning at 7 a.m. someone throws garbage in my yard. I want to do that. On my yard. Please make that police report. Can you do that? City of Lafayette. Yeah. Shit. Anyway. (laughs) I'm Alex. Uh, Apparently sassy Alex. Apparently. I think like usually I'm exhausted and sick and whatever, but I think I'm the only one who's doing okay tonight. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I'm more like I'm more like a cabin fever type of crazy tonight. Like I've reached my breaking point, so no holds barred. That's a saying, right? What does that even mean? I don't get it. Uh, I suppose I should introduce myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Alice Lane. I'm a PhD candidate at Purdue University, studying. Um, oh God. I'll be back. Someone else go. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that big? No, that's good. That's gonna be Smalls. Oh. Smalls always chokes on something. Yeah. Oh no. That's funny. I like hearing her like beat down on her computer to mute it. <laughs> I know, like smash. Nicole, why don't you go ahead and oh. go? Okay, so then I'm Nicole Marie and. <laughs> I work at a bank, but I like to sit around with these ladies and discuss video games. And someday I'll make video games. Someday in the far, far, whatever future. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Did you hear my dog? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. She was choking. That was Smalls. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, get, get, get. Now they're broken. Hold on. Oh, oh God. Everything's gone horribly wrong. <laughs> Alex Lane has crazy dogs. <laughs> yes, she does. I had a bruise for like a month eye. and a half from one I of those. I go out there and she's choking and just the one eye staring at me. Save me. 
sorry. Save me. I'm sorry, it's not funny. But it is funny. And no, I'm she's not fine. Sorry. It happens. It happens. Uh, okay. So, so, video games, I study, Brett Comp, PhD. Uh, Picking yeah. up with Alex Lane. Someone yeah. else go. <laughs> I'm done. Um, are, you, are you sure? Are you sure? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. You know, your guess is as good as mine. Shush. <laughs> uh, I'm making gestures that you can't see. Oh. Uh, <laughs> good. Is it your middle finger? Because I can no. feel it. You oh. shut up. I am Alicia Carabinas, tonight also known as the person who Alex keeps talking over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now that's a challenge. You just issued a challenge. <laughs> well, you would have done it anyway. I am... No, uh, I definitely would <laughs> Pursuing... Uh, bruises on Alex's face, and also <laughs> the Master of Fine Arts in, in Creative Writing at Purdue. Uh, so they let me hang out, even though I'm, I don't know as much. It's cool. Oh, whatever. Better. Okay, um, that's it. So that's us. Uh, so we'll start with... <laughs> intro ever. That's the worst intro ever, yeah. So uh, we'll start with the usual what you play in, what you read, and what you're drinking. Uh... And, uh, well, I guess I'll go first since I'm first on the uh, show notes. Um, well, I've been playing quite a bit of stuff. Some stuff more than others. Um, I have been playing uh, Dead Rising 3 on the Xbox One, which is fun. Um, it hurts, it's precious. <laughs> it is. It's fun. It is a lot of fun. Um, it is not earth shatteringly awesome, but it's fun. Makes me um, feel about life. <laughs> it's, it looks great. Um, it's a good zombie smasher. Um, even if it does have the typical save the woman from being raped and prove what a man you are. Um, storyline. Oh, by the way, though, on. in your post about it, you said he was a white dude. He's not. Yeah. I didn't say he was white, <laughs> did I? You did. You totally said he was a white dude. I don't believe you. If I did, I didn't mean to, because his name is like Nick <laughs> Ramos or something. Yeah. If I said he was a white dude, I totally didn't mean to. I I'm being Alex right now, so I'll shut up. Anyway. Can we not make being Alex a thing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm being Alex right now. I'm sorry my dog was choking. Okay, I didn't mean to interrupt your precious, precious intro. You're being a little Alex right now. <laughs> anyway, so also on the Xbox One this this uh time around, um I've been pl I played um Killer Instinct. Why? Because, you know, it was on there. Killer Instinct for is that is the fighter that's on um Xbox One. Um, but it's a free to play, pay to win fighter. Um, so if you don't buy any other character packs, all you get is one character to fight. Um, and even if you play co-op, you have to fight yourself if you don't buy any additional, um, any additional characters, you know, it's an okay fighter. It looks good, but it's not the greatest fighter ever. Um, and that's kind of bad for them because it wasn't even good enough for me to say I want to you know plop down 20 bucks for new characters because it wasn't just wasn't that good you got to give me at least give me a good fighter to make me want to pay for more characters um 
So, yeah, that. Um, and uh, just because I wanted to make Alex Lane super, super jealous, I bought Zoo Tycoon. Um, <laughs> oh, she hates you. I know. No, I I actually did not do it to make Alex. You always make fun of me when my mom gives me my Christmas presents ahead of time. So I feel like you should be happy that she's not giving me my X-Bone early. (laughs) I bought Zoo Tycoon uh, because there are really no kids games that were launch titles uh, for the Xbox One. Um, so the only Xbox thing Xbox One don't care about your kids. They don't I care know. about my kids. That's why my kid my kid plays grown up games. Well, that's why you <laughs> you know, that's why I have other systems for my kid. Um, but right. huh? Nothing, go on. Shut up. She's mocking you, she's Alexing you. So I guess so. <laughs> um so I bought Zoo Tycoon because you know, in addition to the kind of simulation stuff, you can feed the animals and bathe the animals and do all kinds of stuff that's really cute and fun. And you can, like, drive around in a little go-kart around the zoo and run around and interact with the mascots. There's all kinds of other kind of cutesy stuff to do that doesn't involve the actual kind of time management simulation part of the game. Um that was a lot of fun for P because you know she could grab fruit and a little a little baby giraffe would come galloping up and eat the fruit out of her hand or she could grab a you know she could grab a hose and hose down the rhino um all kinds of little fun stuff like that that she was able to do um you know while playing the game with me so um I really wish there were more um kid friendly games at this point but you know I'll I'll deal with what I got for now. Um, and there there aren't even any uh, Xbox Live Arcade games yet for the uh-huh. Xbox One. No. Huh. I think. Well, unless you count Killer Instinct. Yeah. Right, but that's yeah. Yeah. So there's no really no arcade no really arcade games yet. So there's really nothing. Um, unless I unless I buy something that we already have, like Mar- Lego Marvel Superheroes, which we already have. Um, so I'm not going to buy again. So you can't play the ones that you already have? No, it's not, it's backwards, not backwards compatible. No, not, neither of them are. Yeah. Yeah, ne- neither of the, the next-gen systems are backwards compatible. Um, so... I figured with the arcade games, they would be a bit... No, not with, not with anything. Okay. Um... So that's what I've been paying on the Xbox One on the PS4. Um... I downloaded Contrast, um, which is the puzzle-based uh, is a puzzle-based PSN game. It actually came free with PS Plus, uh, but it only came free on the PS4. If you have a PS3, they char- they're still charging fifteen bucks for it, uh, which I thought was odd. But uh, so it's free on the PS4, um, and it was a novel idea um, in that you, in order to kind of manipulate puzzles, you have to become a shadow and interact with shadows. Um, it's a beautiful game. It's got great music. But, I, you know, I'm kind of spoiled when it comes to puzzlers because I play so many puzzle games that in order for me to be really happy with a puzzle game, it's got to be real challenging. 
which probably means it's going to be too challenging for folks that don't play as many puzzle games as I do. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, and then a lot of the a lot of the puzzles were either too damn simple or made no sense. Um, and not because they were too difficult, just because they made no sense. Um, and that was problematic for me. Um, but like I said, luckily it was free on PlayStation Network for PS Plus uh, folks. Um, but uh, it's got great music. Um, it's got interesting. It's got the usual 1940s-ish um, lounge singer, Mary's wannabe gangster. Um, he gets chased by real gangsters kind of storyline going on. Um, so, but, you know, I say if you've got a PS4, um, go ahead and download it. If you got PS Plus and play it, um, if you got a PS3 for 15 bucks, really, to be perfectly honest, I'd probably wait to see when it went free on PS Plus for you too. Um, or play the demo and see, uh, and see what you think. Uh, you know that's all I really have been playing no I had to play something else on the PS4 but I can't remember what it is and it's not on my list so we're not going to worry about it um, so that's it no I yeah. was been sucking my what's been sucking my time dry especially this last week is Legend of Zelda A Link Between Worlds for the 3DS mm. that game is awesome <laughs> that's for sure it is like do you have it I, I've i only played a little bit of it though so I, I mean let me tell you that is like the <laughs> best Zelda game ever it's like really? the best Zelda game ever that's a big claim well, you know, and it, it, it it's good for me too because you know I always like like the the Super Mario um RPG games that that asked you to switch between 2D and 3D and Super Paper Mario because it asks you to think in a different way, right? You have right. to think on two planes at the same time, and the same thing happens with this game. You go from being regular 3D 3D Link to um, 2D painting on the wall Link, um, and you have to you have to go you know you have to go flat to solve a lot of puzzles, um, and this is one game that there are moments that you really do have to have the 3D on. Really? And it's interesting because it's only in certain dungeons. Because it wasn't until I got to the second slash third dungeon, they call it the third one, that um, I ever found a spot where I could not tell that a platform was raised without the 3D on. So I fell, I fell off the edge and I was like, what the hell happened? What? I was going to say, you just like the 3D as much as anybody. Yeah. And I never tried, never have it on. I never do either. Um, and I was like, and I was like, what the hell happened? I was like, did I walk off the edge? You know, I think I'm walking off the side, right? I'm like, did I walk off the side? You know, and I'm, and I'm stupid, right? Because I'm the one that will do the same thing like three or four times. And I'm in a damn dungeon. And, um, so I did it like twice, and then I was like, "Shit, these this this next platform must be lower than this one," and that's why I'm falling off into the like abyss. 
So I had to like click the 3D on for a second in order to see it. So sometimes what I'll do is if I walk into a new room in a dungeon, a new area, I'll click the 3D on for a second just to kind of get perspective and then turn it back off. That makes sense. Because turning your 3D on ever um, make your game lag? No, it's not. Because it does, I play on Pokemon, like sometimes I'll accidentally turn the 3D on, like I'll set it down and pick it up or whatever. Uh-huh. And it, and like, I'll, like I won't notice that the 3D's on, but I'll notice that it's really choppy and laggy. And then I look and my 3D's always on and then I turn it off and it, I've never had a problem otherwise. You know, I've never noticed that, to be perfectly honest. I've never mm-hmm. noticed it, but um, it gives me a headache. Yeah, I, yeah I, it gives me a headache too. I hate it. I hate um, it. So, like I said, I just click it on long enough to get it kind of get perspective, and then I click it back off. Um, and I haven't had any problems since then. It was just, like I said, there was that first time in that second slash third dungeon um, that I was like, holy shit, I, I can't even, you know, see you where one it. platform <laughs> and the other one begins. Um, but they do... it. it it makes perfect sense. They've designed the game well in terms of um, how the platforms are situated um, and and you having or you needing to or being assisted by the use of the 3D, shall we say. Um, yeah. So, but definitely, if you got a 3DS and you're going to buy something, buy Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds. It's a good game. It's only like 40 bucks, too. You know what I want is that new Mario and Luigi. The, uh... Oh, Dream Team? Yeah, Dream Team. My mom just bought it for my nephew. It's who's fun. like seven. It's fun. I want it. Is it worth it? Um, Get it on sale. It's fun, but it's, you know... I can get it for like pay full price. <laughs> don't, no, don't pay bucks or something. Yeah, it's okay. definitely worth thirty bucks. Um, Forty bucks get Legend of Zelda. All right, all right, good. I see that this is what I need in terms of for each dollar amount, which game should I buy? Worth it? <laughs> yeah, for thirty bucks get uh, Mario Luigi's Dream Team. For forty bucks get Legend of Zelda. Good. But if you're only gonna get one, steal ten bucks from somebody and get Legend of Zelda. Um, <laughs> Anybody, Sorry, I got a credit card. Anybody but me. Anybody but me. Um, and the other thing that I've been that I'm still playing and is terrible because I try not to play too often because you because each game goes so fairly quickly. You're talking like 10, 15 minutes. Whenever I sit down to play, I'm like, oh, I'm only gonna play like one or two, one or two rounds. And then like three hours later, I stop playing. It's Hearthstone. Hmm. Yeah, I'm still playing a shit ton of Hearthstone. Hmm. So that should be going open beta soon. I know that um, um, another one of the grad students just posted yesterday that he just got his beta invite. So I guess they let in another round of folks at closed beta. But nice. open beta should be coming soon because the game's supposed to be released at the beginning of the next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like I said, once that game goes, once they put that game on iOS, my life is over. Because the only reason I'm not playing that game all the time is because it's because I actually have to play it on my computer. So, yeah, I'm going to be like driving down the street playing Hearthstone, standing in the st- <laughs> where I can play in Hearthstone. I, uh, I was seriously grading some papers while playing State of Decay. 
So I feel you. How the hell did you do that? In the game. I am really good, but I was waiting for some things, for some time to pass so I could get some unlocks, but I'll talk about that on on my turn. Okay. Well, I'm done. Yeah, as I say, you're next. Do it. Yeah. Am I? Mm -hmm. Well, I played... (laughs) <laughs> uh, first I played Marvel Puzzle Quest and I got really excited about it when I heard about it because I don't know I guess I missed the announcement and then somebody on Twitter was like oh it's a really good Puzzle Quest it does everything right that Puzzle Quest should do and I uh, I think I still have Puzzle Quest calluses from the variety of systems for which yeah. I played Puzzle Quest mm-hmm. the first and the second so I got super excited I went and immediately got it and I only played for like I don't know maybe 45 minutes and i hated it why um well you know i know everybody is ragging on penny arcade for legitimate reasons these days but they had that comic when puzzle quest first became a thing where you know it was the two guys like arguing like oh we're gonna have this big epic fight everything is terrible and then they sit down (laughs) over the puzzle board you know and it's so ridiculous but it highlights how stupid puzzle quest really is (laughs) like epic battle match some stones um and it's stupid but but puzzle (laughs) quest the marvel puzzle quest like makes all of that more egregious like there's all these scenes you have to click through where people are talking and i don't care about what they want to say i don't care about any of that just like just give me give me my boards and let me match some gems and then there's like instead of one person whose abilities you have to manage you have like a team of dudes and you have to manage all their abilities and try to think of like what to match is who going to give what and it was just annoying it added such extra nonsense to puzzle quest plus it was zipping my phone like every four seconds you have a new thing do this mission i'm like shut up marvel puzzle quest i'm trying to pee (laughs) (laughs) it's just really annoying so i actually deleted it from my phone oh no (laughs) i deleted a puzzle quest game i felt like i had either just become an adult or it wasn't a very good game. <laughs> no, you definitely didn't become an adult. No worries. Yeah, no, that didn't happen. Oh, thanks. Thanks, uh... y'all. Hey, we got your back. But uh, I, I hated it. I was, I was really disappointed because when I, fr- I mean, I was so excited. Like, Puzzle Quest. Oh! <laughs> and the crash was, was terrible. Well, Peggle so... 2 is coming out in a couple of days. You know that, oh, right? Oh, my God. I don't even want to think about yeah. it. I'm trying to not think about it. It doesn't actually happen until the semester's over. Yeah, I was going to say, it's close, though. The semester's close to being over, so. Yes, and then I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be peggling like a maniac. <laughs> peggle the shit out of things. Oh, my God. I'm going to peggle everywhere. I'm going to peggle on all the playable components in my house. I never Constantly. played peggle. Should I peggle? I bought the yes. game. Oh, yeah. You, you should peggle. peggle. You say you bought it's, what? I bought the game. I just never peggled. Oh, you should peggle. I'm really... in the market for things to kill time. So. Yeah, peggle. If I can black out for a while and wake back up four hours later, I'd be very happy. Once I finally put peggle on my phone, I, and I broke down, I put it on my phone, I peggle for approximately two hours a day, just like accidentally. Mm-hmm. I'm like standing somewhere in the kitchen waiting for something to boil. I'm gonna peggle real quick. Uh, it's, it's then the next thing you know, like the kitchen's on fire. <laughs> <I know>. Yeah, <laughs> the the I'm like oh that burns. <laughs> well, I guess I'll call for takeout and I'll peggle while I wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's super good. And if you have time to kill, yeah, it's it's excellent for that. Um, the other thing I've been playing, obviously, is State of Decay Breakdown and 
at first I was a little scared because I don't know if you read my, uh, my power hour review, mm-hmm. but I hadn't played in so long and I didn't think about that, but the learning curve for city decay is it's pretty steep. Like you will die. You, you will die. And this is harder than the original game, which is oh, not like nice. super hard, but, um, if you haven't, if you're not thinking about it, you're not paying attention, you'll get your face eaten. Uh, so I just leaped in like two feet. Bam. Yes. NMK breakdown. I died like, I don't know, at about seven minutes in on my first game. And I was like looking around like, what just happened? Why am I ripped in half? Why, why are there pieces of me? And oh, look, the zombies are actually eating my flesh. Wow. Um, so I started again and was trying to like remember. I was like, damn, I don't know. I don't remember how to do the finishing moves. I don't remember how to drop this rucksack I'm carrying. I was trying to yell at my husband who was in the kitchen. I'm like, how do I? And then I died again. And uh, it was it was pretty sad. Um, but since then, my husband and I have been playing some of the, you know, the couch co-op where we like passing off the controller and whoever's not playing you know, seriously talks shit to the other one. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's been a, a lot of state of decay in my house in the last couple of days. Like we, well, we got the 10 hour achievement thing or the 10 hour unlock. I'll tell you that. <laughs> we got that one post hasty and uh, have just been having a really good time with it, uh, getting the unlocks. And they, they did a lot of really interesting stuff. Like this is kind of funny in the main game. There's a guy you take on a side quest to find, but he's dead. And when you find him, he's a zombie. Oh, nice. So you have to you have to kill him. Um, but he, one of the characters, it's like her friend, and she really cared about him. So it's like a moment. Well, one of the first things that you can unlock if you if you try is one of the heroes is called the Dead Man, and it's that guy, and he's alive. And I will tell you so far, he is the best character. He looks ragged as hell because he's a drunk like homeless guy and he's got this crazy hair and when I first found him he was in this group of zombies and I ran him over with my car because I thought he was a zombie <laughs> but uh he was actually Andy Pimms and I was like oops and then I switched to him and he he's a he's a bad dude you don't mess with Andy Pimms uh, but there's a lot of little neat stuff like that I'm really impressed with this game overall so far I've spent $27 on this game I've played it more than anything else this year uh it's wonderful Nice. Can't recommend it enough. But you just said it's hard. It's it's well. There are moments if you're not paying attention, it's really easy to uh, to get beat down. And one of the reasons why I love doing the co-op with Terry is we both have different things that we're good at. Like he's really good in a big group of zombies um, I, where I get like totally frazzled. I'm like, oh, there's like 30 dudes trying to eat my face. And uh, and I'll get beat down, but he's really good at like dodging and, and keeping his cool. But I'm really good with some of killing some of the special zombies, and I am like a machine when it comes to searching and finding resources. I will do that for hours. People are dying, like I'm missing missions. I'm like, but I gotta get this thing from the house over there. I gotta get all the things and bring them home. Uh, so we trade off when when there's certain things that need to be done. And yeah, I was uh, waiting for some things to happen so we could get some unlocks. And I I brought my papers in there and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna let the controller sit. I'll play every few minutes, run around and do some stuff. Otherwise, I'm gonna sit here and read. So students, any of my students listening, know that I do care about you, but I care about State of Decay more. <laughs> I feel like they'd respect you even more for that. So I hope so. Okay, let me say something. I and I forgot to say this earlier when I was talking about the Xbox One. Okay, so there's some weird things with the Xbox One, right? When I was playing, I was thinking about this because you were talking about, excuse me, State of Decay. Mm-hmm. When I was playing um, Dead Rising 3, um, 
Okay, so you play this game, and even when you're playing single player, people come into your game, like real people. Hmm. Yeah, they drop people into your game and pl- to that you know that are actually like other characters or survivors in your game. Um, and I've heard other people. I I usually play with the sound down because I'm playing late at night, and I'm just um. And I'm not paying a whole lot of attention to it because I'm also listening to music and I'm just reading reading the subtitles. But um, I've heard other people say that they, they didn't even notice until all of a sudden they like heard people talking. Um, that, you know, that somebody else was actually some other actual human being was in their game. So it's kind of that weird um, Dark Souls because Dark Souls does the same kind of thing, uh-huh. right? So it's kind of that weird Dark Souls things that just people kind of appear in your game. Can you turn that off? Because I don't think I would like that. You know, it's kind of weird. There are, there. okay, so, you know, I, I was never worried about the Big Brother, um, Foucault's Panopticon kind of thing with the Kinect. Um, yeah. But I find myself like now, because I fold laundry in my game room because it's my, my laundry room's upstairs and so is my game room. That I like the other day I got out of the shower and I was like, oh shit, my robe's in the laundry basket. And the TV and stuff was off, but I ran out to get my robe out of the laundry basket. I'm like, I'm standing naked in front of my connect. And it kind of freaked me out for a second. Right? Because I'm like, you know, I mean, it, it actually makes you think about it, right? So little things like that. And the fact that the damn thing's always on, right? Because like sometimes I'll be sitting there and I'll just like be playing games and I'm like, I really wonder if somebody's like spying on me. It's, it it kind of makes, starting to make me paranoid. Um, and then um, tonight, um, instead of giving P her bath, like right before bedtime, I gave her bath early because I was still cooking dinner. Um, and usually dinner's done by like five because otherwise she turns into a hangry monster. You know, hungry and angry. <laughs> she turns into a hangry monster about 530. That's um, a good word. I'm going to use that because I pretty much become a hangry monster every night. <laughs> well, yeah, she will. She will become a hangry monster. Um, so I had given her a snack on the way home. We had stopped at Starbucks. That's why That's why I had the stomach upset because I actually had um, milk at Starbucks. But... Um, so, um, I had put her in the tub and I was letting her play and I had put the, uh, pulled out the baby monitor and put the baby monitor in the bathroom so that I can hear her. Cause when she's in the tub, she's got 50 toys in there and she was drowning people and dive bombing people. Yes. I have the, as she, as she says, she likes to be the warrior princess. So yeah, you may see her, you may see her as, you know, the, the pink and pretty princess, um, she does, even though she doesn't really call herself a princess most times, but she likes to kill shit. And, um, That's so where our kids get along. So she was killing everything in the tub. And, um, and so that was on, the, the baby monitor was on. So I had the baby monitor on downstairs in the kitchen so that I could hear, right? Um, and then when I went upstairs and, you know, finished properly washing her and washing her hair and stuff, I turned the receiver off in the bathroom and unplugged it because it was in the bathroom. I don't like to keep things plugged in in the bathroom. Um, And she was watching, um, I let her watch like the little Marvel superhero kids on Netflix 
while I finish dinner. I got Superhero Squad. Yes. Oh, we love that shit. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was, well, today was the first time we had ever watched it. She was like, look, they're kids superheroes. And I'm like, oh, that looks interesting because I like Marvel comics. And um, so we were watching it and um, I was downstairs. And so she was upstairs. She had pulled out a bunch of like Pokemons and My Little Ponies and they were they were playing superheroes and ponies were killing superheroes and superheroes were, I mean, Pokemon was killing super uh, ponies and ponies were killing Pokemon. All kinds of crazy shit was going on. You know what? I heard every word she was saying through the baby monitor. Hmm. What? My baby monitor picked up the connect. That's really weird. Yeah. That makes me not want to get one. <laughs> I mean, you can't, um, you can't function. The Xbox One can't function without the Connect, right? No, it can. So you cannot plug it in, and you'd be fine. You'd be fine. You just have none of the voice commands and like the Skype and all that other stuff. I mean, oh, I'm not missing voice anyway. commands on my, yeah. Well, I have mine plugged in because, um, I don't like the wired headset that came with it, and they don't the adapters for the um for like the Astros and the Turtle Beaches won't be out until next year. And I'm not buying, I'm not, I paid, I'm not, I paid 300 bucks for my A50s. I am not buying another pair. <laughs> I want the adapter. And uh, Anybody want to take a side bet on whether or not she buys a pair? You can Try bite it. me. I'm going to get Answer. the adapter. <laughs> I'm going to get the adapter next year when it comes out. So I just use the connect for my audio. So that's why it stays plugged in. So for, you know, for, for like multiplayer and talking to folks and stuff, I use my connect. I use the microphone to my connect, but I heard everything she was saying through the, through the connect on the baby monitor downstairs. That is weird. That's a very weird. Weird. And that made me extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. I feel a little twilight zoney right now. I was like, I mean, I'm oh, gonna get one anyway, gosh. but yeah. So I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to turn the. I don't know. I mean, so any conversation that's going on in your house, somebody could be hearing, right? Because it's just broadcast, no password, no nothing. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna have to plan my murders outside the house, I guess. I guess. Yeah, uh, Alicia, <laughs> we need to talk because we have a problem. <laughs> Cause you know it was it was weird because I thought it was I thought it was strange because usually when you turn the receiver off you get this really loud staticky noise on any of the I mean when you turn the the mic off the on the baby monitor you get really loud staticky noise on all the receivers that are on yeah. and when I went downstairs I was like I thought I turned that off and then but I didn't pay any attention to it but then I heard everything she was saying in the game room and I'm like I shouldn't be able to hear what she's saying in the game room. Because the other part of the baby monitor was like half a house away in the bathroom, in the master bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just making, it's just making me uncomfortable. <laughs> it didn't even happen. To I me. thought I would tell you that. Yeah. It's good to know. That is good to know. That's weird. It's not going to stop me from doing anything that I wouldn't normally do. Yeah. It makes me wonder though, if if video um, baby monitors will pick up the video. Oh, no, don't say that. Why are you ruining things for us? 
All I'm I can serious. think about is Paranormal Activity right now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Have you seen Paranormal Activity 4? Yes. Yeah. Right? The connect right. with all the dots all over the screen, all over yeah, the Yeah, it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what, oh, Sam? No. You might have found... Sleep tonight. I just want you might be the only one of the four of us that can detect ghosts. So you should yeah. be happy. You should be happy. My kid's Older not a guys ghost. just coming all up in your TV. <laughs> you know what was weird? There was four... This is so tangential. There was four movie stores in my hometown growing up, and all four of them had Poltergeist 1 and 3, and none of them had 2. So we always, like... And, like... I was friends with the video store person, so when I was, like, four years old, this probably explains a lot about me, I would rent from A to Z, um, also Surf Nazis Must Die is a real horror movie, A to Z, every horror movie that the video store had, like, from when I was little, I used to do this, me and my friends, and, uh, and they never had Poltergeist too. so we thought that something, like, they found a real ritual that, like, actually raised the dead or something. So they had to, like, strip Poltergeist 2 from all the movie shelves at the different movie stores. Mm-hmm. We had a big it was conspiracy. Because it was real, right? Like, they stumbled upon this. You know, they made one, they made two, they made three, and then all of a sudden, it was like the ring. Like, people started dying because they watched the video, right? I was going to say, what do you think you guys had, like, happened upon the ring? But this, I mean, the, the ring was way, you know, way when I was older. I was, like, 15, okay? Yeah, dramatic increase in age. I know, right? But, but yeah, Poltergeist 2. I always thought it was a conspiracy. Again, I apologize. I Alex to the conversation. I Alex to the conversation. We can continue back. Well, it's actually your turn. Tell us what you've been playing. Yeah. Yeah, I was taking my turn, Alicia. I didn't say shit, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even Alex you. <laughs> Did uh, you like how I decorated your, your setup? Yeah, uh, I was going to ask you if you were bored. No, no, no. Why don't you tell us uh, about your games? You gave in and you played the thing. What's the thing? Is that Pokemon? It is. <laughs> okay, so I, I have a confession. Um, most of my Thanksgiving and my in-laws will attest to this. My, so Mike uh, is obsessed with chess. He plays chess every spare moment of every day on his iPad. Like he plays online games against people, right? Mm-hmm. So he's constantly playing it. So while my in-laws were here, I, um, we were very bad hosts because I played Pokemon pretty much from sunup till it was drinking time. Uh, and he played chess the same amount of time. So we were very bad hosts my parents and his parents would sit at the kitchen table and chat while we played our games on the couch. It was awful. But the problem is, is that I'm so addicted to this, I can't even stand it. I'm going to get it from my nephew, I think. What do you think, Alicia? <laughs> my silence is my answer. <laughs> I'm getting so it from never... my son probably next year, so I can't say anything, but oh. I, I'm, I feel shitty about it. You should. Um, I do. Any uh, franchise that's got like 30 entries in it, I'm wary of. Because that is like, that is a cash cow. I don't mm-hmm. want that. It definitely is. It definitely is. I, so I've never played a Pokemon game before. I, I wrote a post about this last week. Um, but it's taken up. It's actually the first time I really played my 3DS a whole lot since I got, let's see, I got Harvest Moon and I got the new Animal Crossing, which I gave a good shot to, you know, several weeks pretty diligently. And I just never dug. Um, and it's really the first time I've rocked my 3DS since then. 
And I, I love it. I love it. I can't stop playing. I've got 200 Pokemon in my Pokedexes. Uh, so Jesus, you do? How many do you have? I beat the game with like 80. Yeah. So, so, so I might not be that far. I might not be that far, but I have well over 200 Pokemon. So. And there's like 600 something in this one, isn't there? Yep. But I'm diligent. I explore the shit out of every piece of grass I see until I beat every possible Pokemon in that area. Um, I also have two of the starting of the three starting Pokemon. Yeah. I've got the uh, fox and the turtle thing or mm-hmm. whatever. Squirtle. Uh, Squirtle. Yeah, Squirtle. Yep. Uh, I've got my Mega Evolver Fox Blue guy. I've got I've got a lot of stuff going on, and my goal is before I finish the game to raise all the Pokemon I have to level twenty. So that's what I'm working on right now. I'm going around areas raising them all. Because they need all two hundred of them. Yeah. Oh, well, 400 of them, hopefully, by the time I'm done. Yeah. I was going to say, how many Pokemon total are there in the game? It's like some ridiculous. There's 700 something. There's 700 and something. Yeah. It's like oh, 721 or something. Okay. Well, because now, and I don't know if you know about this or not, Alex Lane. Well, I know. About the Maybe. shiny Pokemon? Yeah. Say more. I know. I just want to make sure you know. Well. <laughs> After you finish, you know, you have that, there's like a whole, there's an online strategy of like chains that you have to run in order to find the, the shiny Pokemon. Um, I don't know about this specific thing, but there are people who are wonderful philanthropists who do the world trades. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And they, they'll sometimes give away. That's how I got that's how I got my Squirtle, even though my Fox guy was my main guy, right? Yeah, and but you got to do it late at night. Yeah, that's oh, the I best know. time to do your um your world. To, yeah, but yeah. I have to fall asleep by eleven. Does it have to be? No, midnight is the best time to do it. Midnight is the best time to do it because that's when um that's when um and somebody else told me this. That's when a lot of the Japanese players start playing. Okay, yep. okay, because that's where I get the best characters from. They have like Japanese characters as yep. names, so I know they come from. <coughs> yep. Okay, that's good to know. That's good to know. So I've gotten a couple through a couple rare ones through World Trade. Um, my most hated Pokemon, Flibby or what the fuck ever. I hate oh, the, that. One, the, oh, God, the fairy yeah. that floats on the on the flower. Yeah. 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 I hate that Pokemon too. My no, favorite my... dead fish. No, okay, the dead fish. Which one's that? Magikarp. Uh-huh. Yeah, Magikarp. Oh, Magikarp's awful. Okay, Magikarp is a flopping <laughs> piece of shit. Also, the love Pokemon, the love fish thing, uh-huh. is stupid. There was one that I was obsessed with, like, and I kept raising him and raising him. I, I don't know the name of the Pokemon because I call them Flop. I name all my Pokemon and so remember most of their names. Uh, so Flop was amazing. He was like this weird yellow and blue. It looked like a fish, but it wasn't a fish. It was just like a pile of goo in a fish shape. I don't know. I'll look it up later. But anyway, so I was really excited and I kept leveling him and leveling him and leveling him because I wanted him to evolve. And then so finally I like started looking him up to see what I needed to do to get him to evolve. And I found all these sites about you know, how he's the worst Pokemon in the game. So I abandoned him and now I'm sad. Oh, you up. abandoned your Pokemon? Well, I mean, he's in my computer. But, wow. But I've, I've never brought my 3DS with me before, and I bring it everywhere. I brought it Black Friday shopping, and while I was standing in line, <laughs> I played it. Like, it, like I'm, don't you laugh at me. Wow. 
I know. Bring it to I, campus. I love it. I'm obsessed with, you guys can tell, so these guys can tell because I'm constantly, like, I'll send, like, one in the morning, I'll send an email and be like, all right, I will get it, how do I do this? Mm-hmm. How do I make this happen? Because, like, right before, it was after I got my flying HM, um, I couldn't figure out how to fly around, and I had all these crops growing with these fancy quolots or whatever, so anyway, I figured it out, but I, I've been playing that constantly, I'm obsessed with it. It's the first time I've played a Pokemon game, so you guys will just have to excuse my giddiness and obsession with playing. Okay, but you know what? In order to be a Pokemon man, in order to be a Pokemon master and to compete with Adam, you're gonna have to collect all of them. I absolutely will collect uh-huh. them all, but not for the title. Okay, I don't play by labels. I do it because that's what my soul needs to be. Well, I know because you you get obsessed. But there are 718. No. There is absolutely no doubt in my mind that. Gotta catch them all, Alex. I mean, even um, I know that. Oh, I know. I there's you guys. Do, please, please. Okay, Sarah's not here to tell this story, but so I'm gonna tell it for her. One night, she and I were talking, like like chatting real late, and I was like, "Hold on a second. I was like, "I hear P," and um, P was talking in her sleep because she talks in her sleep because you know she just talks so much. She talks in her sleep. Because she doesn't, because she doesn't talk. She's like the perfect kid at school. She doesn't talk. She, you know, doesn't get in any trouble. And people are like, she's so quiet. I'm like, this kid talks nonstop. So every word she doesn't say at school, she says twice when she gets home. Mm-hmm. And she talks so much that she talks in her sleep. And then I was like, I was like, oh, it's okay. She's just talking in her sleep. And Sarah was like, yeah. She's like, I used to talk in my sleep when I was a kid too. She was like, the funniest story is the story that her mom told her is that because she kept hearing something thumping around and she would wake up, not wake up. She would sit up, bolt straight and make a movement like she was tossing a ball and say, gotta catch them all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That is amazing. Yes. <laughs> yes. And because Sarah wasn't here, I had to tell the story for her. <laughs> I'm sure she would appreciate it. Oh, <laughs> making me rethink wanting to purchase this from my time. You know, it's just, it's too late for him. Let's just, I'll admit that. <laughs> it's too late for him. I know, you already ruined him. Um, Don't feel bad. I've ruined mine too. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yours is going to be fine. She's exactly like me when I was a kid. She's going to be great. Like I said, she's <laughs> She really is. It's disgusting. <laughs> you talk to my mom about it. She knows. You guys have discussed it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. You're screwed. Anywho, uh, the other game I played, how do you say this? Reus? Reus? I think it's Reus. Reus. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I played that game, but I'm going to... Um, I'm actually, I haven't played Pokemon in like 40 hours probably because I've been playing this game so much, but I'm going to talk about that during my indie game of the week. So, Nicole. I really dislike that you made me caps, lower caps, caps, lower caps. Well, maybe <laughs> you man. should have kept me more. It's like edited. a 15-year-old girl <laughs> attacked our... <laughs> It took me a lot of time. Can't you just be thankful? (laughs) It was was really rude of her. Um, So I played... Well, I beat the campaign of Call of Duty Ghosts. 
Um, and I don't think I mentioned that last time because I was stuck at work at on the last podcast. Wasn't that the last one? Yep. Okay. So I I played it probably around the time that we had the last podcast, but I beat the campaign, and now I'm kind of going full force into multiplayer. Um, and I gotta say, the multiplayer maps this time around are much larger than I ever expected with Call of Duty. Like, I know that's one people's beef with Call of Duty versus Battlefield, is that Battlefield has much larger maps. That's why I like Call of Duty over Battlefield. I, I do, too. Maps. It's been bought, like, there are some maps where I'm running around for, like, at least five minutes, and I don't see anybody because it's so big so that I can't find anyone. Yeah, I hate. I I really don't like that. So when I get on those maps, I get mad. But um, it's been good otherwise. I don't really like the um the ranking up system on it because in order to unlock weapons and stuff, you have to get squad points, and you can go an entire match without um getting any squad points. Mm-hmm. So that's frustrating as well. Um, it takes a long time it it took me a long time to kind of get a loadout that I really enjoyed whereas I feel like in all the other ones it didn't take very long at all Um, I don't know I don't hate it I I don't think it's my favorite Call of Duty though so in multiplayer are you playing uh, male or female character female Uh huh. how's that going well, but you know what the funny thing is, is that you uh, you start off as a female, and only until you dig to figure out how to change it can you become a male character. Mm. So everybody starts out as a woman, as far as I can tell. I mean, in, unless you can change it right away, but I don't think you can because you have to unlock that ability right away. Hmm. So everyone starts out as the same kind of odd-looking female. I don't I don't mind being her. I mean, it's not like, you know, um in Gears of War 3 and Horde online, a lot of people played the female characters because they were smaller, they were harder to hit. Mm-hmm. You don't have any sort of like tactical advantage of being a female in this one. So, it's interesting to see who chooses to stay female versus who doesn't. And I don't know if that's a reflection of they haven't figured out that they don't have to be female or if they are still choosing to be female. Because, I mean, there are people that are levels way further than I am and they're still female characters. But I know for a fact from their tags and, you know, just visiting their profiles that they're they're male characters or male people, real people. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Um, but I am still female and she's blonde, so that's frustrating, but <laughs> nice. What about the dog? Played the dog yet? Um, in the game, I actually really enjoyed having him in the campaign. Mm-hmm. Um he was it it was actually really adorable most of the time. Um, but he had some really cool stealth advantages. Um, there was a specific couple of missions where you would link up with the dog and you controlled him. Mm-hmm. And so you could, you know, crawl through the grass and kill people real quick by just like snapping their necks. And they also had microphones and whatnot attached to them. So it was an interesting self tactic. But other than that, it was really just kind of, um, he was adorable all the time. <laughs> but in multiplayer, you get a, he's, um, one of the kill streaks. 
and he'll follow you around. And even after your character dies, um, he's still up. And so if if someone shoots you, he he will attack that person and kill them. So that's a cool perk too. I mean, it was interesting. I I still think that they could have given us a female character over a dog, but it was interesting. Yeah, that would have that would have made more sense. <laughs> yeah, definitely. The dog is adorable. I don't know how a dog can be so ba as this one, but not the dogs can't be ba. But he was pretty baller. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm enjoying it, but not not nearly as much as I like. I played the crap out of Modern Warfare Two online, and and I don't think I will do this as much as that one so awesome yeah and then i played i don't know if any of you guys have heard of this or even if it's on ios but i got this game that my friend was playing called puzzle forge and i i really don't even know exactly how to explain it but i've spent so much time wasting just playing this game um Basically what it is, is you uh, have a grid, like a 10 by 10 grid, and you have different materials and you have to create um, different pieces to create like swords or wands or um, shields or armor for different characters that kind of stand in line and wait for the requested item that they want. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's all strategy because you have to strategize like how you're going to lay everything out because in order to make better materials, you have to lay down so many stones of a certain type next to each other. And it's hard to explain, but it's, it's cool. It's a nice puzzle, like thinker game. It definitely, it definitely exercises my brain more than like say candy crush. Um, cause you actually have to think in order to do it. But, um, Hey, what's wrong with candy crush? <laughs> Let's, let's be careful with our track hey, here. I am stuck. I've been stuck on level 147 for like a month now, and it's killing me. It's killing me inside. Yeah. So, so on that note, I've been playing all the usual games on my phone, so Clash of Clans, Candy Crush, and whatnot. But other than that, not too many new things, because I'm not an early new-gen uh, adopter or anything like that. I really want to get my hands on Assassin's Creed 4. I'm surprised none of us have played that yet. I have it. I haven't played it. Yeah. Let me know how you like it. I'm curious to see the pirate element to it. Or someone comment on this post and tell me how you like it. Well, (laughs) there was a bunch of people playing it. Yeah. I think. No, they they finished something else because it was the same place where they were playing uh, one of the Gears of War games. Um, the same location. They just kept switching out. I don't know how far he got. All I remember was it was super late. Everyone was crazy by then, and the hilarious commentary about jumping into tiny piles of hay. They they were really funny. Oh my god, it was so funny. <laughs> like, oh no, an army's chasing me. I better jump into this pile of hay. Oh hey, army, what's going on? I was just hanging out in this hay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as you do. Clearly, I wasn't the person who just killed a bunch of you. Because I came from this hay. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It was. I want. I want to play it. I want to know if the whole like um, ship battles, like in three, were a large part of four. Which I was. I mean, I was told that was going to be a big element to it. So yeah, it's supposed to be. Yeah. So I'm curious. Well, I, I mean, shit like Dead Rising three and um, Zelda have been sucking my life dry. I haven't been able to play 
play it yet. That's all. That's all I played, though. That's all I hope to play. That's all I played, and all I hope to play. <laughs> all right. Okay, moving on. Took us a long time to get here. It did take us a long time to get here. Um, we're gonna skip straight to what you're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the smartest thing you could possibly. That is the best thing. Because it's the end of the semester, <clears throat> and even though I'm not teaching. I, I, even though I'm not teaching, I've got the end of the semester, same end of the semester shit going on. I'm not teaching, not administrating, and I'm sick during the last week of the semester, like I always am. You know. you. Unbelievable. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, what you drinking, folks? Uh, I'm rocking a vodka tonic tonight. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's nice. I have a Line and Kugel's Creamy Dark. I'm about to go get a second one. Yeah. <clears throat> Nicole? I, uh, I have the uh, Sam Adams Winter Lager. Those it is good. very good. Mm-hmm. It's like super tasty. I was I was actually mm-hmm. not thinking I was going to like super, super good. Oh, nice. And I, because I was very stupid... And consumed a bunch of milk um, this afternoon. Um, I'm drinking water. <laughs> Woohoo! Slow down there, killer. <laughs> oh, I had all my fixings ready, and then I was like, I'm so sick. I do not even want to think about drinking alcohol. Because for a moment there, I was wondering if I was just going to lose my cookies all over the place because of all the uh, milk in my belly. Um, so I'm drinking water this week. And I'm never the one drinking water. Nope. But I am this week. <clears throat> I will, and I will tell you that I think I have had my last uh, peppermint white chocolate mocha for the holiday season. Oh, that was quick. <laughs> uh, you're right, but girl, if you felt like I felt for the last three or four hours, yeah, I wouldn't want to. You either. wouldn't want to any. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. And you're like, oh, I'm, I'm so sick. I, I might go throw up during the podcast. We're like, oh, shit. Well, see you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, oh, really? What? Are you kidding? No. Whatever. Oh, okay. That was ridiculous, I suppose. I am OG. Who, yeah, I am OG. I'm going to. went through uh, pneumonia to be on one of our. Yeah, right. but I only did that so Sam wouldn't yell at me. Sam doesn't have a Sam yelling at her. So. <laughs> I yell at myself. That's why I'm here, even though I thought I was going to talk about yeah. you. I see. Damn, Sam's going to yell at me. <laughs> and everybody everybody with a baby monitor on my block would hear it. Yep, that's true. <laughs> oh, man. That is so strange. I'm Now I'm real fucking paranoid. It's so strange. I don't All like right. it. I don't like it, Sam. I am. I don't like it either. All right, we got some news news um so let's see first thing i'm gonna go with here is that i I found an article on forbes and i was like this is ridiculous that we have to have studies uh in 2013 to come out and just now prove this but um two studies have confirmed that parents playing video games with their children is a good thing Mm -hmm. whoa (laughs) Whoa, but um, 
mind blown. Yeah, I know, right? It's it's totally crazy. And Sam, so, like, right? Right. <laughs> it literally crazy. says that it has a positive impact on adolescent development and long term family outcomes. So you can increase the like you know family time that you have with your kids, but also help develop their brains. Really. Imagine that. <laughs> so strange. If only someone had been saying that for a while. Know, you know, that's a good point. If only someone had said something, <laughs> we would have been doing this much sooner. Now's the um, start. Yeah. yeah. Now, now oh, gosh, I guess start. I better get on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, geez, Alicia, you don't play. Hope it's not too late for the elder child who's never yeah. played a video game with me in his life. <laughs> Ever. Who, in another window, I'm not shopping for video games for his Christmas presents. Of course not. He doesn't play video games. I'm I'm certainly not buying him Halo 4 in another window. That's not happening. (laughs) Which we'll play together. Which mostly we'll play and he'll run around and be like, Halo, shoot me! So I can die (laughs) in an epic manner, throwing myself across the room like with ragdoll physics. It's awesome. That's not going to happen. It is (laughs) Pretty funny. But I'm glad, though, I'm glad that this isn't such a mainstream publication as Forbes, because maybe right. someone will pay attention. Right. Instead I, of, you know, just being in, you know, in a preaching to the converted publication. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Kotaku. <laughs> but um, this the guy who wrote this article actually does a series of a lot of interesting articles on kind of the more psychological and positive impacts of video games. Mm -hmm. So it was, I think it was a nice read also in in the fact that he was finally backed up by some solid research for the things he's been posting about for a long time. Mm -hmm. So that's cool too. So good for you, Jordan Shapiro and Forbes for publishing it. (coughs) You you can prove this right. The thing I really like about this piece uh, and this research is that they're talking about, you know, the, the same thing that I had talked about, so of course it appeals to me, using some of those tough situations in video games as a way to bring up difficult conversations with your children. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, to talk to them about people being mean or the way people talk to each other. Like, we keep the sound turned down when he plays. He plays a very few games online with us in the room. We keep the sound turned down, but sometimes you can still hear people. And we've talked about the way people treat each other. You know, we've talked about when we when we play any kind of games that have co-op, we talk about the importance of, you know, like not shooting your teammates, <laughs> you know, the good guys. Yeah, versus TK is not, not okay. Guys. Right. <laughs> um, you know, there's so many conversations like that. And it's it's really I don't know. It makes it he's more interested in having those conversations. It's not just me talking at him. He's invested. Right. And that makes and that makes perfect sense. You know, and I also. And and Alex Lane, I think you talked about me last time, or maybe it was in person that you talked about me. Because, you know, and, and this happens every so often, is that I start to feel guilty because I bought one of those leapfrog um, game oh, things yeah. Yeah. for my kid a while back. And every now and then I'll feel bad because, you know, I spent money on it. And uh, so I'll buy another leapfrog game. And uh, so we were looking for leapfrog games at Target, of all places. Um, and 
because, you know, we're really getting into reading now. I was looking at the reading game. So I went through and found the proper level of reading games, picked them all out and started going through them three at a time. Choose the one you want most. Then add that one with two more. Now choose the one you want most until she got to the one she wanted. She got the one she wanted and she's like, yeah, I really want to play this one. And then as we were walking away, she, she looked at it and she held it up to me. She goes, are there Pokemon in this one? <laughs> oh my gosh. And I'm like, no, no Pokemon. <laughs> no Pokemon in that one. But, you know, like I said, I bought the game anyway because I, like I said, I feel guilty because I bought the damn system and, and you know, it rarely gets used. Um, and unlike, you know, DS games, I can't rent the cartridges from Gamefly. Um so I have to buy them. And then here's the thing. Those damn things are like 30 bucks a piece. Yeah. I mean, and that's the same as a DS game. Yeah. And they're like, I mean, and then, so she, she got the one she wanted and she was playing it. Um, She was playing it for a while. And then, I mean, and it, it seems like, you know, maybe an hour she was playing it. And then she stopped and she looked at me and she goes, what else is there to do? In an hour, for 30 bucks, she had mm-hmm. done everything there was to do in that fucking game. Oh, man. Yeah. And I think that stuff like that is better for kids who don't play a lot of other games because they're not used to doing that. You know, right. our kids are used to playing games, so they just sweep through, like, little forces of destruction. <laughs> and they're, we're raising them to be, like, completionists, you know. They're the kids who are going to get all the achievements. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, that's that's one of the reasons why we have, like, the tag reader. And we buy a lot of the, the big stuff, like the maps and everything. Mm-hmm. And he gets tired of them so quickly because it's that same thing. It's just like, okay, click on this thing, and you can read the word, and you can find your state, and you can hear some facts, and you can play a little game, and that's it. Yeah. And we, have, that's we have a tag reader, so, yeah, it's the same thing. Is that, you know, it's we so we buy a lot of tag books. Yeah, but so the book selection is terrible. Yeah. They are pretty bad. I mean, they're, they're a lot of mainstream, a lot of Disney stuff. A lot of Disney lot of, stuff, and I won't buy any of that. Yeah, a lot of Disney stuff. There's some Dora stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, the thing about playing games with your kid, if you're going to play games with your kid, but play games that you can enjoy together. Right. Yeah. Don't don't think about, you know, playing leap pad games with your kid and saying, well, I hate this. It sucks. So why would I want to play this with my kid? Because, you know, nine times out of ten, your kid thinks it sucks, too. Your yeah. kid's happy because they get to play games with you. Now, if you can get a game that you two are both going to enjoy. I mean, and there are great games that you can enjoy. Right. And you can play games like even when. um Even when my nephew lived with us, he was a teenager. Well, he was 12 when he came to live with us. But he was a teenager. The rule about playing video games was turn the subtitles on, turn the volume off. You want to play this game, you're going to read it. Hmm. Um, And that was, you know, and that was kind of the way that, you know, we strengthened reading skills. Mm -hmm. Um, And but it was something that, you know, he, he wanted to do. It wasn't like, okay, here's a book, sit down and read this book that you don't want to read. Right. Yeah. It's like, you want to, if you want to play this game and you want to successfully play this game, you're going to have to read the text, dude. 
And there's so many games that Jack wants to play but can't, or like by himself because they require reading. reading. So we've been stopping anytime there's text on a screen with a game that we're playing, we'll stop and he tries to read it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been doing that a lot, and it's really helping. He's starting to recognize a lot more words. Mm-hmm. He can spell better. You know, and people forget that you can learn from anything. Right. Right. Like, you know, because they have these little, they have their little sheets that they have to read 20 minutes a day and they're Mm -hmm. supposed to fill in. Now, we read way more than 20 minutes a day, you know. And you know what? Our 20 minutes may be spent reading text on a screen. Yeah. Um, You know what? In my book, that's, I'm totally and completely fine with that. You know, and, you know, I don't know if her teacher would be fine with it. Don't give a damn because her teacher's not a mom. That's why I don't fill out those sheets, but, you know. Well, it doesn't say 20 minutes of book reading. It just says yeah. 20 minutes of reading. Yeah. So. But Most there books are, all are kinds consumed of on a screen anyways nowadays. Yeah. I know ours are. Yeah, Kindles, Nooks. I mean, everyone's got one. I know, I know our, a, lot of, a lot of ours are. I spent a lot of time talking with one of my creative writing students today about the merits of reading on your phone. You know, she's like, we were both discussing, like, we read so much more uh, than we might normally with busy schedules because you pull it out. You've got your Kindle app right there on your phone. Uh-huh. You're on the bus. You're waiting for something. You can read a chapter. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's very true. Except I'm old and my eyes are bad and I don't like reading on my phone. I don't much like reading on my phone because I don't like to flip the pages that often and I read really fast, but I'll still do it because it's there. And why not? Yeah. Why not? I'm reading a short story collection that way right now. It's great. And I don't know if I would be reading it if it wasn't on my phone. Right. No, mm-hmm. I think I, I love this article in Forbes because, I mean, one of the things that he says is that, okay, yeah, so, you know, there there are a lot of consoles that are considered more kid-friendly, like the Wii U. Um, but if you're going to buy one console and you don't want to buy a Wii U, if you want to buy a next-gen or if you want to buy a 360 or a PS3 because they're going to be like five bucks and a bottle of beer in like, in like two weeks. Um, yeah. You know, buy those because it doesn't matter so much what the system is. It's the the fact that you sit down with your kid and you play. You sit down with your kid and you talk about, oh, look what just happened. How could that have turned out better? What things could we have done instead, right? You know, or even having them figure out puzzles. Like I said, because P, like when we play like the Lego games, she can figure out puzzles that I don't even see the solution to just by like as soon as she looks at them. Right, because she has grown up doing that. Mm-hmm. Right, looking for those solutions. I mean, and you know, I'm old, so you know, there these games didn't exist when I was her age. Right, so hey, you got to think about things. I mean, and that's why we have kids who 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 think and learn in different ways now because of Just, the because of the way that they interact with technology. I'm sorry, go ahead. It's kind of amazing if you think about it. That's what it I'm is. Saying. Yeah, it's really amazing. I mean, it truly is. I mean, cuz people like even at work um whenever there's something wrong with the computer, everyone always comes to me because I'm part of that techie generation, but I mean, it's just, you know, cuz there's all there's already that difference between someone like me who grew up on computers in my life all the time. I mean, I solve problems much more differently than they do. It's it, it's very strange to see in a setting like a bank, but it it also makes it very obvious that my brain works differently than theirs does. Mm-hmm. 
just because of being brought up on computers all the time. Absolutely. It's very cool. We could we could do a whole a whole new show on on just some of that. We could talking do one about that. We could do yeah, one every we three we every three sessions. We could just talk about that. There's so <laughs> much that. to discuss. And maybe we should. Maybe so. Maybe we should. All right. What else we got for news, Nicole? Let's go. Uh, well, so this is kind of funny because I didn't even know there was going to be a movie, but there's going to be a World of Warcraft movie, and oh my God. they came out with a cast. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I saw an that. official cast now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is funny, because they're yep. not even, I mean, they're not people that I don't know, but at the same time, they're people that I would never have, I don't know, picked? I don't know. How to even really say that? Ben mm-hmm. Foster is in there, like really. Ben Foster, which one was he? I totally know who that is, but if I didn't, he's been in a lot. He's been in a lot of movies. Are you guys being serious right now? I yes. am. Oh my god, I'm going to look up a picture to show you guys so you can be all what like, oh in? my god. Well, I'm trying to think of something that you would know him in. Well, he was in the Laramie Project. He was in X Men Last Stand. He was because I I remember him from being like really little. And um, okay, I know who he is now. Oh my god, what is what am I trying to think? He does a lot of voiceovers now, but he was in something when I was really little that I remember him from. Um, but okay, so he's. I thought that was a strange one. First of all, there's going to be a World of Warcraft movie. What the heck is right. this going to like, be about? That's a thing that happened. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they, yeah, they, they, it's, they've been talking about that for a while, it, but it's been pushed yeah. back to like 2015 now, hasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, it starts filming early next year, so yeah, it won't even go into production until 2015, probably. Boo. Yeah, funny. So, um, and then my other little tidbit, which I am not surprised about, but I'm also kind of laughing in the face of the any Battlefield Four issues that have been going on. Um, Excuse me. EA has said that they will not work on any other part of the game until those issues are uh, fixed. So they're yeah. not even going to touch the DLC. Nothing like that. Um, but didn't they say they weren't? They weren't because uh, it's because it's uh, it's EA, but it's Dice is the studio. Yeah, but they're yeah. they're they're pulling people from other projects. Period. Yeah. To fix Battlefield Four. Yeah. That's so, how. That's how I guess that's how broken it is. Yeah, it's it's extremely broken. But the funny thing is, is I haven't. I know it stops gameplay for some people, but I haven't heard like huge outrage over any of it i i don't know am i out of the loop on that like i haven't heard people being like oh my god battlefield 4 is so terrible and unplayable because of the small glitches that happen yeah i haven't heard anyone complain about i mean i know people that are playing it right i do too and i haven't heard anything huge but i mean like you said it must be a big issue because I mean, they're they're seriously just pulling people off of jobs because they are, um, like they said in this article, the new Mirror's Edge title and the upcoming Star Wars Battlefront game. They're they're pulling people off of those games to work on this problem. So, crazy man. Interesting. Poor EA can't get anything right. Poor EA, nothing. 
<laughs> so that's my news. Really? All right, yes. Alex Lane, what's our indie Yay. game of the week? Okay, so our game of the week is a game called Reuse, we decided. R-E-U-S. Um, it's by, let me bring my notes here. It's Are you by, sure it's uh, not Reyes? I think it's I Reyes. Whatever. <laughs> R-E-U-S. It's by, um, <laughs> it's by uh, Abby Games. It's um, a strategy sort of resource management game, which, of course, you all know immediately puts it up right up my alley. Mm-hmm. I I bought it the other day because I was, I was doing my post on Monday about the um, Cyber Monday deals and the Steam fall sale, uh, or autumn sale as they call it. Uh, I, uh, I saw it on there for cheap, and, you know, I'm a sucker for indie games. And it kind of looked like a Sim-style game or Civ-style game or something where you get to control the world, which is all I'm really about, really. I just want to control the world. And uh, so I bought, and it was like, oh, dear. Okay, never mind. Uh, and it was like 80%. Did you hear Smalls like start to chirp? I did. Be fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she must have eaten something today. Also, Biggs threw up two socks yesterday. Two. Woo-hoo. Two socks and a hair binder. Uh, anywho. I know. Uh, anywho, so... I got it, it was like two bucks or three bucks or something. Um, and I started playing it and it's amazing. So first of all, Sam, mm-hmm. you have to play this game. <laughs> and I will tell you why. Okay, I'm listening. Because you are an achievement focused mother effort. <laughs> all right. Oh, wait, me too, me too. Hang on, I'm listening. You love achievements. Mm-hmm. You go for achievement, achievements. A game isn't over until you hit all of those achievements, right? <laughs> like, that's what you live for, that little box popping up saying right. you passed a new achievement. Yeah. So this game doesn't have experience points. It doesn't have levels. It doesn't have anything. But you unlock parts of the games by getting enough achievements. Oh, shoot. Yeah, shoot. So you start off. Okay, so let me explain the game. So you have a barren world. You, you're, you're, you're like a deity, and you sort of wake up after so many years of being asleep, and the world is barren. And you control these four giants. Um, there's a water giant, a like swamp giant, a tree giant, and a water giant, or whatever. And they manipulate the or the world in certain ways they can make trees then cert as you grow your planet humans inhabit the planet and um, so then they'll inhabit the planet and sometimes if they grow too fast they'll be really greedy and they'll attack other civilizations near them um but you can put in like let's say you have your like life-giving giant put a bunch of predators around the borders of their society so then it'll keep them from attacking people right mm-hmm. um and they try to complete achievements and so you complete like a granary like they build a granary and then they'll give you an ambassador and you can take that ambassador to unlock parts of your giant so you all of a sudden can upgrade all of your mines you have mines that mine for diamonds or whatever and you can upgrade your mines once you use your ambassador whatever so you make the planet, you do all this stuff, you facilitate the world, but when you start the game, you start off on the tutorial, and you can't move on to the first level tutorial until you make enough achievements, and so on and so on. There's three levels of tutorial, right? So then you go to a 30-minute game, 
and you can't go past that 30 minute game. You can't go to the 60 minute or the 120 minute until you've hit enough achievements. So you have to do things like make the whole world a desert and get all of the civilizations to 300 points or something, or make an entire world last um, without war, only uh, growing plants and no animals. So things like crazy achievements like that. And you, that's the part, that's how you pass the game. Achievements are no longer superfluous. Hmm. Woohoo! I like that. I'm obsessed with it. Let me tell you something. Achievements were never superfluous. <laughs> exactly. You and I, man. I, 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 I will agree. fight you if you. Think. I know. I, I'm on your side. I agree, and it's amazing. And I love this game. Um, like I said, the game, like it starts out the short tutorials, but then like a 30 minute game, you know, you can play. That's not too much to. I think dedicate to a game or right now I'm on the 60 minute level. Mm -hmm. And what's cool is like you play it over and over, but because you like, so you play it one time and you'll unlock a few achievements and then you think, okay, and you kind of look through all the achievements and you're like, all right, I'm going to go for the forest one and the growing only fruit bushes one and the only having forest civilization ones. So then, like, you can get all those achievements, and then you can see at the end, you can see how many achievements you unlocked. And of course, there's ones you unlock that you didn't even anticipate. And uh, so, um, so yeah, it's really cool. It's really fun. Um, and I, I definitely uh, recommend it. So it's cheap. It's even if it's full now. price at 10 bucks or whatever, it's way worth it. So, that sounds really interesting. I love it so much. I'm watching. I'm looking at the videos on Steam now. It's adorable. <laughs> and did I mention that the graphics on it are completely freaking adorable? They are. They're mm. little giants walking around are so goddamn cute. I want like stuffed animals of them. <sighs> That's the next step. Yeah. We'll get into that after uh, when we get. But I haven't to... picked up my my 3ds in two days because I'm playing this game obsessively. I almost turned it on during an interview today. Not really. Uh huh, Alex Lay. That's my indie game of the week. It's been very really fun. Sounds good. It's very cute. It's so cute. It's so cute. I'll put it on my wish list. Maybe I'll get it when the because the the Steam holiday sale, the Christmas sale is gonna be coming up like in a couple weeks. Oh yeah. How much is it right now? Ten bucks. Yeah, it's worth it for ten bucks, but yeah. Okay, it's worth it for ten bucks, but do you know how much money I've spent on video games in the last? No, no, no. I don't. <laughs> that's well, true. Read that fine. <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. it. But it is worth it, and it's fun. So that's all. Awesome. Yay. Yeah. All okay. right. So finally, our issue of the week. Hooray! Hooray! Yay! Alex Lane, you want to take over? Uh, sure. So our, our issue of the week, do we have like a way to talk about it? It's just about an article, right? That was uh, published mm-hmm. on Polygon this week um, called No Girls Allowed. And mm-hmm. um, it sort of inspired us to talk about this. The article's a really interesting overview of the history of uh, women in games and how, as the author argues 
games move from being something for girls and boys, women and men, to something that's perceived as just for boys. Um, so she traces it to a point in 1983 um, when the uh, video game market sort of crashed. So before that, you had Pong, you had Atari, and games were made not totally free of assumptions, but essentially, if you compare it to now or compare it to the late 90s, it's free from assumptions of gender, um, even really age. Like, a lot of games were made, like Pong. Uh, it wasn't Pong that they talked about. It was, well, you'd, like, Tapper, right? So it was, like, made for, like, drunk adults in bars or you had... They talked about Pong, too. Yeah, they talked about Pong, but that mm-hmm. wasn't for adults. I was thinking yeah. for... Pong was, like, the family game. Um, but they had well, a bunch they... Well, they they did say, though, that, that one of the reasons why Pong was so successful in those environments is because it was social. Uh, and a lot of those yeah. games, you know, they were really simple, just so that people who were drunk and in bars and in social environments could play them without a lot of distractions. Would enjoy getting it, in right. the way. Yeah. Exactly. And so, you, but, so then you have these games, and then in 1983, there was a video game crash. And this author um, posits that to a, not a decline, but sort of a lack of incline in the quality of games. Um, and then you have um, a resurgence forged by Nintendo um, with the Mario games and things like that. And that's when you start to see um, a switch for who's being targeted in these games. And particularly, I think some other people are gonna talk about um, through marketing is where you yeah. really see this um, emerging in a way that shows Nintendo thought about games thought as of games as for boys and then you saw people in the united states who hadn't had those preconceptions um following that that sort of thought pattern as well um and then you and then you get these ideas like well women have never been a part of games when in fact so many of the early video game companies were male female partners things like that um so uh I guess that is the intro. That's what the article is sort of talking about. Uh, so go, Alicia, you have feelings. Uh, I have a lot of feelings. I, I do. Uh, uh, you know, I was, before we started recording, I was I was telling the ladies here that, you know, when I first started reading the article, I was just like, well, this is pretty, you know, generic, internet-y article. And then it got really, really good. And it the turn came for me when it start, they started talking about the marketing aspect. Uh, because these are things that we know, but we don't usually sit down and think about. Principles in marketing, uh, very stringent principles, dictate that you cannot market a product to a general audience. It can't just be for everybody. Not anymore. And the more and more, in fact, these days that we personalize these products, the more and more this is becoming a problem. This is probably why you see the Nerf line of you know girl toys right now. Because regular Nerf can't just be for everybody. Right now, there has to be like specific nerf with boys on the package, and now there's new pink nerf weapons for girls because you know oh, God, we yeah. have to have pink. Uh, my son was watching a commercial for that today and almost blew a gasket, uh, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Uh, but when that shift came along after the crash, uh, the author who was the author? What was her name? Uh, I want to I want to I want to credit her. Okay, uh, she indicated or she linked those two things together. That Nintendo started doing the research through, like, Nintendo Power uh, on who was playing certain kinds of games. And the biggest market uh, was going to be young men. Mm-hmm. And because of those principles of marketing, we got to pick an audience. We got to make a narrative. We got to sell to that group. 
um, thus began the shutout of the woman. You know, and I mean, if we think, even if I, because I think back to, like, the first video, like, Pong. Pong, yes, was social. Pong didn't, was, you know, blips on a screen. Um, and a lot of the early games were like that. But then at the same time, like I said, I think back to, like, my first handheld games, which were, the like, the little Coleco um, uh-huh. handheld games. That was back in 1976. That's how old I am. Back in 1976, way before you guys were born, um, they were all sports games. There was yeah. baseball, there was basketball, there was football, there was hockey. I mean, this is how I learned the fundamentals of sports because I wanted to play. I wanted to play these these video games, these quote unquote video games. I wanted to play them, um, and in order to play them, I had to learn the rules. Of, I had to learn the rules of these of these of sports games. But you you have to question whether or not that was inherently masculine, if that's where you're going with that, or if that was just because the makers of games equated games with games. You know what I mean? They equated games with games. Well, I mean, you, but think about it. There was Pong before that. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, definitely. But Pong's like table tennis, so it is kind of a game. Yeah. It is a, it is a game, right? Mm-hmm. But why not make, you know, Pong in a handheld game? A handheld game? They didn't. True. Right? Okay. Because table tennis is a game that men and women can play, but they did traditionally masculine games. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. They did traditionally masculine games. I mean, and they weren't, whenever you saw these advertisements for these games, there were no girls playing these games. They were always boys, right? Like um, a couple of, like a couple of days ago, there was like a, on Facebook going around the original Coleco um, commercial. Right for the original ColecoVision, remember? Buy a ColecoVision, get a Cabbage Patch doll. Did anybody else see that commercial? Is it just me? No, I did not. It was the original ColecoVision um, commercial. Um, It was uh, buy a ColecoVision, get a Cabbage Patch doll. And the way this whole commercial was this little girl going around um, asking for... um, asking her parents to buy a ColecoVision uh, for her little bro- for her big brother. Um, she's like, oh, he deserves it, blah, 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 blah. And then she goes, finally she goes to the father and he says, oh, it wouldn't happen to have anything to do with the fact that, you know, it comes with a Cabbage Patch doll. So she's going through all of this um, because her brother is going to get the game and she's going to get the cabbage patch doll. And at the end, he's like sitting there with his controller. He's like zapping aliens and she's hugging her cabbage patch doll. And he's like, thanks sis. And she's like, no problem. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) I will put a link to the, to the, to the commercial in the show notes. I mean, in the, in the show notes. And I actually just put, uh, put one in our Google Docs under Alex's indie game. If anybody wants to quietly watch that commercial. Quietly. <laughs> I don't think there could be any quiet watching of that commercial <laughs> with us. Can we talk about that? There's no way I would be Alex and all over that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we talked about not making that a thing. <laughs> no, you talked about that. You, Alex did in fact. Listen, Alicia, uh, you I... lie against the world. Okay. It was, but then you said that I was going to take Sam over that bit strip, I guess, so. Come on now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway, back on topic. Oh, that's funny. You know, and I think, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. 
Well, I mean, in kind of a different aspect of it, I mean, video games for me when we were little, when we got the Sega, um, I mean, it was definitely a social thing. It was something my brother and I sat down and we did together. And I never felt that it was meant more for him than it was for me. And I also, um, um, as far as like thinking of gender specific toys, I never fought against that until someone told me like, this is meant for you and you can't have it because, or you have to have it because it's meant for you as a girl and you can't have what your brother has and I never had, like, a an, an urge to rebel against the whole, like, pink and Barbie dolls until someone told me, you have to have that because you're a girl. Yeah. You know... Pink's complicated. It is. Life is complicated, Alex. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> One of the reasons it. why I, I've so uh, aggressively rejected my entire life, this whole idea that there are certain things, especially in gaming, that I can't do because I'm a woman. Because it's been a very consistent pattern of get the fuck out of my face with that uh, mm-hmm. for me. Is because my early experiences with gaming, uh, besides like arcade machines and things like that, were I remember very clearly, just like you were just saying, Nicole, when we bought uh, the NES. And it was a family thing. We sat down in the living room. My parents were uh, still together then. And we would play um mario brothers together we would play duck hunt and we all hated that stupid dog and it wasn't even an issue you know it never even occurred to anyone and then i remember spending days with my dad playing the original legend of zelda the same way that i was just talking about terry and i playing state of decay i mean that aspect of my life is the same now as it was then the only difference is that now when i talk about it in mixed company, there's always that one asshole who's got to be like, you play games? Like, yeah, probably for a lot longer than you have. Right. Yeah. Or they ask what your favorite game is and yeah, you have and then to come you got, up with a legit answer yeah. to it or you uh, know what? I got asked that on my interview. On oh, the campus oh, visit no I had. way. Yep. That's I don't what even my favorite game was. Part of that. Or no, I got, asked a, I got asked if I was console or PC. And I said, I... I'm enough of a gamer to know that there's no right answer to that question, and I'm not going to answer it. <laughs> and then they said, which is a pretty good answer, I think, and then they said, what's your favorite game? And I said, that's just another way of asking that question. Yep, so, totally is. Wow. Maybe I uh, who has haven't one heard about that job. If you're a gamer, reason. who has one favorite game? It's, that's, a, that's a thing. It's a trap. Like, at what age... On what system, in what frame of mind? Cause yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> there's a billion answers to that question. I know, I hate that question, and everybody always asks it. Right. Nobody asks it's dudes that. Nobody no one asks dudes that, because they assume you have a big enough brain to enjoy game multiple game games at once. Yeah. What's your favorite game? Candy Crush. She's not a real gamer. Oh, oh like, God. Oh, what's what's your favorite game? Call of Duty. Duty. She only plays that because her husband does. Oh my god. Yep, it, it, there's no winning. There's no winning. It's so I don't think I could have I don't think I could have been as polite as you were, Alex. I don't I don't think that's super polite. You were you were pretty <laughs> you were more polite than I would have been. I'll say that. Um mm. Yeah, I, I I don't know. It was I I was I wasn't ready for that question in an interview scenario, but I mean, it wasn't like a, one of the interview questions that HR had approved that they had sat down to ask me. It was yeah. just, of course, the natural question that came to up. ask the mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. 
So, well, you, you know, know, but go, go ahead. No, no, you go. No, I was going to change the subject a little bit. I was too, actually. Should we oh. paper rock scissors? Yeah. M- mine's won? short. I'll, I'll go, <laughs> go <I won>. for it. <laughs> um, the other thing that this this article raised for me, speaking of my feelings, is you know I just my baby girl is six months old, almost seven months old now, and I just want things to be different for her. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to be playing, you know, the special Legos. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to have to have the pink Nerf gun. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to be asked those questions about gaming. Because I know she's going to, in this house, she's going to grow up liking weapons and games. (laughs) Unless she just totally rebels and is like, no, it's princess everything all the time. Um, But I just can't see it. Or maybe she'll be a warrior princess. (laughs) And that's fine too. I mean, no matter, I mean, however she's going to be, she's going to be. But my feeling is she's going to grow up to idolize her brother. She already does. And like the things that he likes. Right. But it's going to be a different world for her. Mm-hmm. Or at least you hope. Yeah. You want it to be a different no, world for her. It'll be different for her than it is for him. I hope that, that we things change and that isn't the case. And that it isn't. You know, and I think that kind of ties nicely into what I was almost gonna transition into is that um they mention in there that the I forget his first name, but Roser, the marketing expert they have in the article, kind yeah. of discusses the fact that it's about, you know, it takes it takes 10 years for um, marketing to kind of shift to something. And he even says in there, he's like, if you give me enough time and money, I can sell tampons to men. It's yeah. like. You know, and, and all throughout this article until you get to the end, I'm like in my brain, I'm demonizing marketing because I'm like, how could you have done this to our industry, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, it's like they're just a means to an end, like something else had to initiate that change yeah. in the first place. And kind of like in my article today, I just kept saying, you know, as much as I sit back and I'm like, my God, like, why do I keep con- like subjecting myself to stuff like this? is because at some point someone has to make that change. Someone has to initiate it. And then in 10 years from now, like Alicia, when your daughter's almost going to be 11, maybe it'll be different for her. Yeah. Oh my God. You guys, did any of you scroll down to read the comments? Cause this is the first time I've looked at the comments. Don't read the comments. I never read, I the, never comments. read the comments. Never I mean, read the comments. Can Don't we, even... can we just talk about no, this one no, set? No, no, no. It's, no, never, nope. never read the comments. But it makes you really, lose all faith in humanity. But this is not like a, a an attack or anything. It's it's a really interesting aspect of the discussion that ties into what we were just talking about with Alex. Okay, go ahead. Question for the author. Do you have a source for saying that things like Miss SimCity, et cetera, were more popular with women than with men? I would like to read more about this. The author replied with, I got this inform- information through the interviews I conducted as opposed to a report document, I can link to you. Now, I don't know if any of you in the writing classes that you took also took journalism classes or, I don't know, familiar with basic concepts of journalistic research. Mm-hmm. But interviews, legitimate. Mm-hmm. Talk yeah. to experts in the field, legitimate. The response it's is... ethnographic so, research. It's, it's legitimate not only in not only yeah. in journalism, but in, in all fields. Go ahead. Everything. Yeah, but then the response is, oh, so mostly anecdotes? And she says, well, I asked people who know more than I do for information, and they gave it to me. And she's trying, you know, she's putting in smiley faces and trying to be like, you know, look, look, 
and let's be polite. He's like, so no actual work to back it up then. From them, I mean, that's a bit disappointing. I'd like to know more about this, blah, blah, blah. And it just goes on for like, you know, several comments. I know part of this is the is the internet attitude that anything that you can't like link, even if it's a bullshit link, no. is anecdotal. It doesn't count. But this is an attack. It's a challenge on to a woman. Author's, yeah, this her journalistic integrity, and I think that she has put together a really <laughs> well researched piece on these issues. Mm-hmm. That's how you have to do that research. Like, how does he think other research gets done? If, like, if, if people, are, the, the the reason that we exist, okay, that you you two in particular are doing what you do is because this research isn't always out there. Wait, Alex, mm-hmm. I, I got an answer to your question. It gets done by men. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like it's, men might do five interviews and then make a chart. That doesn't mean that the chart is any more valid than just talking they about might the not make the chart. See, the thing is, yeah, that's true. it is the presence of the penis. Yeah. That's just depressing. I need to get one. I'm tired of being... Can we all just go get, get penises? <laughs> I don't want a penis. I want to make people I want to make people listen to me without yes. a penis. Wouldn't it be lovely? Yeah. Oh, God, I'm just... I'm sorry. I know you didn't want to bring the comments, but it made me just really... That to me is worse than somebody be like, you're just a stupid feminist. That is so much worse because it's it's an attempt at an intellectual attack, but it's not an intellectual attack on any level. <laughs> it's, a, it's an attempt at an intellectual attack. And, you know, and, and I appreciate why the author used the emoticons, right, in an attempt to... Um, trying to diffuse, keep it, yeah. to keep it light, right? Right. But that's you know, because if you explain the basics of research, then people are going to be like, "Oh, you're just being a bitch." God, I was just asking a question, and now you're being a bitch about it. That's how people react. I mean, there's no good way for her to respond to that. No. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Right, I, have a lot of, I have a lot of feelings right now. I, I, I'm frowning. Feelings. That's why she. Yeah, I'm you. frowning, and I'm I'm <laughs> holding the bridge of my nose. <laughs> it's one of those moments, y'all. That's why you but, don't read the comments. Yep. But this is like a bigger. This is like a bigger issue, though. In it's a it's surrounding games, but it really is like about. This is an academic argument that happens constantly with how you do research, right? Like the oh, you have to separate yourself as the researcher from the research or it's not objective, right? right? And that's like a way to, dis- to discredit female researchers. And then we come back to being, you know, and then you have these female scientists who are like, we have, have, we have you know, hundreds of years of scientific discovery that has only happened because we didn't separate ourselves from the research. It's impossible to do that mm-hmm. on even a quantum level. Every single measurable way possible it's a you can't do that you can't separate the human influence from the research so to not acknowledge it is shitty research but that's traditionally male research that has been done and it's just the feminist research that well alex lane lets you feel feelings about alex things you're researching what fuck you is all about the processes humans have no place yeah for sure <laughs> for sure <laughs> For sure. That's in, in a different, same, same thing 
I was trying to say. <laughs> it's, I mean, and that's the interesting thing is that a lot of times, especially when you have research that calls for or has traditionally been done um, in more feminized ways, right? Like ethnography, right? Um, or qualitative uh, versus quantitative research. Um, when men come in, right, and want to legitimize that research and thus participate in it, the first thing they do is they like you, like Alex said, you take those five interviews and you make a chart, right? Because then it looks more scientific and men can justify their own participation in that kind of research because it's no longer that feminized way of just sitting around chit chatting over a cup of tea and writing down stories. Yeah. Um, we see it, you know, we see it happen all the time, you know, I mean, and especially not only in games research, but, you know, even if we talk about like, we talk about ret comp, right? We talk about, you know, how, how ret comp kind of evolved, right? Rhetoric and composition or specifically composition research kind of evolved, right? From this kind of narrative based research where people talked about, you know, their experiences and theorized their experiences. Um, and then, um, and, and, and composition because of that was seen as a very feminized field. But then when more men started to move into composition, the first thing they start to do is try to make it more quantitative, right? Yeah. Uh, and say that, oh, this quantitative research that we're doing is, is more valid as research and not that touchy-feely feminine shit where, people, where these women are just sitting around over a cup of tea and talk about writing in their little chat books, right? Um, and, all, you know, all this crazy-ass hey. madness, right? <laughs> hey, I'm I just... like tea. <laughs> and I, I need some right about now. And um, I'm writing a fucking chat book. And I will tell you, that I put a hell of a lot of research into my stuff. So anybody out there who wants to diss <laughs> ladies drinking tea, writing down stories in the chat books, I will fuck you up. But the thing that like blows my mind though is that the hardest science that you can possibly do down to quantum mechanics shows that that type of research that Sam's talking about is far better and more reflective of the way that the world actually works. Mm -hmm. Like, it's yeah. crazy to me that people can still be like, oh, so you just have anecdotes then. What do you think the world is? Like, where do you think there's like a giant somewhere that shits out numbers into a volcano and then they explode and rain down over the world and we just need to search for those numbers? <laughs> if you find those numbers, then we have the truth. Like, what do you think? How do you... How... <sighs> I need a drink. I apologize. A giant. I'm Alex. I'm so right there volcano. with you. Oh, I... really? Like, what do they think the world is made of? <laughs> like, how how do you exist in the world without? I don't know. It just blows my fucking mind. We are going to call that volcano research from now on. <laughs> <laughs> giant shitting volcano research. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Sometimes. I mean, but the same thing applies to, uh, and one of the reasons that I thought this article was so interesting, and, and like Alex said, is that, yeah, they're specifically talking about games, but we can apply it to the way the way uh, research, gets, uh, research gets conducted and talked about 
in in any number of different fields, but we can also think about other things that happen, like like Alicia's talking about the toys, toys for girls, right? Also think about, you know, movies, right? Mm. I mean, and one of the, like I said, okay, and I'll, I'll admit it, I took my kid to see her first Disney, um, her first Disney princess film at the theater. Yep. Dead silence. I did. I took her to see Frozen, right? And I got no problem with that. So you're uh, not getting well, you know, I hate I hate I know princesses with a passion. Oh man. It's been a, a oh, contention man. of ours for a very long time. Not that I don't hate the Disney princesses, I do. You know, because they all got issues. I mean, mm-hmm. issues that are beyond issues that I think girl children should never see until they are old enough to understand and talk about what's wrong with them and why they should never become those women. Oh, yes. Um, but I took her to see Frozen. Um, and I won't spoil Frozen. So don't have to turn your radios down at this point. Um, but it's because Frozen is, is damn close to where Disney needs to be. And it's an interesting thing. Um, because if you, if you sit and you watch the credits afterwards, um, when you're looking at ri- everything from writers to producers to directors to songwriters to singers are all, if not um, primarily, then heavily influenced uh, by women. There's a, a male-female uh, producer team. Um, the songwriter uh, is a male-female uh, team. Um, a lot of the producers were women. Um, the screenwriter was a woman. Um, so you you start to see how this story has evolved in the way that it has. And this is the first time this has happened, right? And we wonder why Disney princesses were always so fucked up. Mm-hmm. I mean, but we we're finally moving into finally like okay, so we're we're making these these you know, these films that are supposed to be role, quote unquote, pretty much role models for girls, right? Because, I mean, that's the way they're marketing it, whether or not, whether or not they say it, because they're always selling those princesses. Well, then they're only, the only girls that are starring in any movies that are going to be role models. Right. Exactly. Um, and, you know, and it was, it was actually a really good movie and a movie that I would say take your daughters and your sons to go see, which I also think is important. Um, there was a great article on Pajiva about a six-year-old boy's response to Frozen. Yeah, I saw that. Wasn't that good? It yeah, was so it was. good. I did not see it. Uh, you should go see it. It was just really in brief. Um, the interview with a kid after he'd seen Frozen and asking about, like, do you think that girls get to be heroes? And he's like, of course girls get to be heroes. Oh, but I guess you don't see it very often. Well, that's stupid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was really great. Yeah, I mean, it was a great. I mean, it was it was touching. I may or may not have shed a tear or two. Well, what do you mean, may or may not? Let's talk about this. What was, does that mean? You some asshole up. cutting onions in the theater. I know that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> you want me back? <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so this is the same kind of thing, right? That 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 we see kind of across the board. We see it with everything, right? How these things are created, and how, regardless of whether or not 
the intention is there. If we don't have the kind of diversity that we need, not only in marketing and in research, but also in the creation of these different things, we're going to have problems. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. Well, we do have problems. <laughs> yes, we do. We do. Big fucking problems. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, definitely. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna um spoil it. Go see Frozen. Give them your money so that they know that these are the kinds of princesses we want, and not princesses that get stolen into slavery and have Stockholm syndrome. Oh come on, Belle's my favorite. <laughs> oh my God! Don't tell anybody that. Don't tell oh, anybody man. that. They had to laugh. Hey, she read books. She, she did read books. She read. Me. She was intelligent. She, she just loved her captor. He was handsome. Can't blame her. He, he was, was handsome best. later. <laughs> hey, I do like a hairy man. Everybody there you go. likes uh, a hairy man. Go. That's not what we're talking about. Everybody okay. does. Oh my god. Uh, you will be to a you. real woman if you like hairy men. Seriously. Oh dear. <laughs> Let's just be clear, taking these things out of context. Oh yeah, yeah. It'd be bad. <laughs> not not good. And not that's how we ruined the podcast. Yeah. And and YMG was no more. <laughs> All because Nicole said Alright. On that note. Any other uh, last minute, uh, last minute, last thoughts? Definitely yeah. check out the uh, No Girls Allowed uh, article in Polygon. We'll link That's to it. it. Yeah, we'll link to it in the show notes as well. Yeah. Um, it's even an interesting like little history of video games. If you yeah. didn't know certain things about, you know, how video game companies started, there was a lot of women involved. Well, not a lot, but I mean, there were more than you'd expect. So <laughs> you definitely want to check it out. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's move on to our favorite things, which are uh, deals for broke ass gamers. Deals for broke ass gamers. Woo! <laughs> 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 I was not aware that we had two people to do sound effects now. <laughs> oh, I, for- I forgot until Alicia started doing it. <laughs> oh my god! Well, with Christmas coming up, everything is on sale everywhere, right? Um, there are um. Well, you know, there were really good deals on there, like the 2DS for $99 at um, on Black Friday. There's a lot of places right now still have the 2DS Pokemon bundles are going to have, or if they don't have them now, we'll have them soon. The 2DS Pokemon bundles for $150 um, are easy to find and everybody price matches. So once you find it somewhere, you can get it everywhere for that same price. But some um, cute things to uh, think about is like Steam right now has the RPG game Dark uh, for 66% off uh, for $13.59 or another RPG Mars for 75% off uh, for $4.99. Amazon is having Cyber Deals Week instead of just Cyber Monday, but they've got new deals every day. So anything I tell you about today won't be on sale tomorrow. So it really doesn't make, a diff- make sense to tell you, but double definitely check in because they've had some really good prices on not only PC download games, like they had like Bioshock, Bioshock 2, and Bioshock Infinite for 15 bucks. 
um, like all three of them together. So definitely check out the, the cyber deals, um, week at Amazon target has, um, the Mario and Luigi 3ds XL, a special one with the game and an accessory kit, you know, that's got like the case and screen covers and extra stylus styli and crazy crap, crap like that for two forty nine ninety nine. So you get everything you need to start playing games. Um, and you get the special white um, Mario and Luigi 3DS XL that's got like the etching of Mario and Luigi in gold on it. If I didn't have an XL already, I would be real freaking tempted. Um, and then, of course, there's always the uh, excuse me, Legend of Zelda 3DS XL that's gold with a Triforce on top. Which is super pretty. Uh, that is so tempting. Mm. Um that is so tempting if I, whoa, never mind. Stop telling myself that. <laughs> Don't think about Don't it. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Um, Target also has a, a whole shit ton of the older games um, on sale. Stuff like um, Batman Arkham Asylum, Game of the Year Edition, Lego Batman 2, um, some of the Just Dance games for $14.99 and $15.99. So if you're looking for, you know, they might not be primary gifts for people, even though Le- Lego Batman 2 is still pretty new. Um, and it was a really good game. They can make great stop- stocking stuffers. I always look for older games for stocking stuffers for folks, especially if they haven't played them yet. Um, so those are $14.99 and $15.99. Or if you got if you got younger kids, they don't know how old that shit is. Just buy it and give it to them. It's um, <laughs> true. Yeah. Um, and uh, Toys R Us has buy one, get one 40% off all video games right now. So check that up. Check that out. Um, and you can yeah. grab all the games you need for folks, including yourselves. Um, oh, and also, um, if you if you've got uh, a 360 still, not on the not on the uh, Xbox One, unfortunately, um, they've been running really good ga- really good sales on uh, download on downloadable games. Uh, for the 360 that you might want to check out, keep an eye on. Um, and I imagine those will continue to go as Christmas comes closer and closer. Um, games are not hard to find on sale this time of the year. Um, and then, of course, we've got, we talked about it earlier, we just had the Steam Autumn Sale, but the Steam Christmas Sale is going to be coming up soon, so save up your pennies. Lots of pennies. Hell yeah. All right. And then... Um, there's another thing. Um, we are going to uh, be running. We've talked about this game before, um, and and I wrote a post about it. Um, was Minority Games Popo and Yo, um, which is the puzzle based game about the young Brazilian boy um, who uh, is trying to save his friend Monster, um, and it's a metaphor for his. Um, substance abusing father um so it's a game with an uh, with an interesting message um and it's got uh, it's got pretty awesome puzzles in it and it's a gorgeous game as well it's got great music um so we're going to be giving away a copy of Papa Inyo um a, it's a digital copy of course um digital download uh and um we're gonna have a little contest to do it 
because right. that's the fun way to do it. Papa and Yo is uh, Windows only. Um, we're going to be doing some other games um, in in coming weeks, but this is the one we're doing this week. Um, is Windows only. And as I said, excuse me, it's a down, it's a digital download. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to say that uh, today is 12-4. By the time this goes up, it's going to be the 5th of December. So um, every post made between 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, between... Uh, on our every comment made on our website between um, midnight tonight, which will be December fifth, I'm just using that as a uh, as a date, and 11:59 p.m. on December 11th, will be entered into a drawing for a copy of Papo and Yo. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then. We will um, announce the winner of that contest on December 11th. How's that sound, ladies? Sounds sweet. Or actually, it'll be December 12th because it's gonna. It'll be a uh, December 11:59 on the 11th when the contest ends, and we'll just put we'll number them as usual, and we'll use a randomizer to choose for us. We won't put your name in a hat. We won't let Alex Lane pick because she's she'll cheat. And uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, I'm not kidding. I'm not above cheating. Or perhaps. <laughs> what else do I got to do with my time? She's like, I, I haven't played that game. I'll pick it for myself. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's because uh, it's the game's 15 bucks right now on Steam. You'll get a free copy. Yay! Hooray! Um, and like I said, the, the soundtrack is awesome. It's a beautiful game. It's got great puzzles. Um... Go back and I'll even link to it in the show notes. Link back. Go back and check out the uh, the post that I did about Papa and Yo um, earlier this year. I think it was earlier this year. Yeah, because it came out this year. Um, and uh, and don't forget to leave a comment so that we can uh, enter you in our contest to win a copy. Um, and as always, you can contact us, send us questions or comments, or just rant about um. Anything and everything about, you know, how you got a broken PS4 or broken Xbox uh, One or how much your copy of um, how much Battlefield 4 actually did suck for you. Um, And we just hadn't heard about it yet. Um, You can send us email at nymgamer at gmail.com. You can uh, follow us on Twitter at at nymgamer. Um, you can check out our Tumblr, nymgamer.tumblr.com, um, or of course our website where we have our regular weekly, daily posts um, about all kinds of interesting and fun things that pertain to not only video games but geek culture, um, if that's what we want to call it, or new media culture, whatever we want to call it. Uh, and that's nymgamer.com. Um, you can hang out with us on Facebook. Just look up Not Your Mom's Gamer. We are there. Um, And we uh, like to have conversations with folks. If you want to use, uh, if you want to send us a voicemail, you can do it the old-fashioned way um, and record your own voicemail and send it to us via email. Or you can use the nice little uh, voicemail app 
uh, applet on our website or on our Facebook page and record us a nice uh, a nice voicemail. I think it will record up to 90 seconds um, and we will address your voicemails as well as your emails um, on, our, on our next episode. Um, if you want to chit chat before that or in kind of more and uh, or you have something that's more pressing, you know what? Feel free to chat with us either, like I said, in comments, then you get an entry into the contest to print a co- copy of Papa and Yo, um, or uh, check us out um, on Facebook. Is that all the ways you can get to us? I think so. Tumblr? Stop. I got Tumblr. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, see? So hopefully no 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 other social media outlets become too big too too fast because we'll have to <laughs> we'll have to add more social media. Um, that's a lot. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's wolf.com. That's what we need. Wolf.com. Wolf. wolf. Oh my god. Someone listening will know what wolf.com. I remember wolf.com. <laughs> All right. That's like oh, live journal. God. We have a live journal live account. Journal account. I used to have a live journal account. Uh, hello, I use mine on a daily basis. <laughs> Nerds. Oh yeah. Uh huh. All right. Sorry. All right, folks. Um. So um. Until next time. Um. Stay warm. Stay dry. Uh. Stay festive. Yeah. Yeah, it's holiday mm-hmm. season. Whatever mm-hmm. holidays you celebrate. And as always, folks, game on. Game, game on. on. Oh.